Welcome to his SB Pod. Stanford Steve is here. Gordo is waiting in the wings. It's another major. He's got. Uh, see if we got a double hammer. Does he have it? Has, has he alluded? Oh, to I it? think we have multiple double hammers. After the near calamity <laughs> in Western New York PGA Championship, <sighs> which was saved with a Xander Shoffley 67 on Sunday or 68, whatever it was. It, it pulled it. Got there. Pulled it out. Got there's right. <laughs> and that, you know what? That's all that matters. Speaking of getting there, we're going to get to Denver. How drunk are you? Zero to ten, Jamal Murray. That was fun. <laughs> we'll get. We're going to get to that. We're going to get to Gordo. It's swim season, Steve. Yeah, it is. Let me give you a quick. Let me give you a quick one. First one tonight. Shout to the fine folks from Chevy. Oh, Chevy Chase Country Club. That's that's highfalutin. Is that your rival? Right I mean, not on our level. Boundary lines. I have no idea if they're on our level or not. It's we're talking about. What's their olds. nickname? I don't know. Oh, what's yours? Um, I don't know. What? Where? Huh. What are we? I don't know. Everyone just all the kids write "Eat my bubbles" on their back. Say, get it because they're swimming ahead of you. Um, uh, get there, my my guy Sam, middle guy, first swim meet, seven, horrified. This is the guy who, when they have school performances, I get up and I go because it's important. You need to be there. Kid needs to look up and see you there. Here I am, buddy. He ain't going to do it, but I'm going to. It's not going to be because I'm not there. All right. Got a post. Be there. Be supportive. Well, I didn't think my man was going to do it today. Very nervous. I might lose. I'm like, buddy, you might. You've never done this before. What are you supposed to win? It's yeah. exactly what we went through. I told you the story before with Lila. Like, where does this come from? Like, we're not a house full of people sitting around at dinner going, you better win tomorrow. No food. No treats. No food. You'll sleep outside. We're, we're not those people. We're, I mean, we're just try, man. Just do, do be part of the team. Have fun. It's fun. Swim as fast as you can. You're competing with the clock. I mean, I, I, nope. I'm like, wow. I don't think he's going to do it. We did it. Now, first first event ever. First swim meet ever. Shout to the coaches. Everybody's, hey, man, that first was a little scary. And it's scary. There's a ton of parents. Yeah. Everyone's screaming. There's all these chants. There's people on microphones. Folks are, it's nice out. Folks are getting hammered. Folks get after it in, in this swim community. Hey, I shouldn't say that. I just think people are enjoying a spritzer. It's fine. Absolutely. Fine, but you should. It's it's intimidating. I just go down, stand on the other end. I'm like, buddy, I'm right down here. He's holding up three. Three. I'm like, I know you're in lane three. I got it. He's the last heat, Steve. I want to make this clear. There's, there's probably five heats, okay? So yeah. you, you get what we're talking about here? Yeah. He's probably 10 seconds behind the first heat. But in his heat, Steve, he gets to the wall first. And the smile on that kid's face, I pick him up out of the water. It reminds me so much of Lila. I'm soaking. And I'm like, buddy, um, I was so great. I'm so proud. We go in to get an ice cream treat. And I'm like, I'm like, have, giving him this like life lesson speech about 
It's important to try. Bad talk. Real talk, though. No yeah. talk. Like, yeah. I mean, it, there, there's lessons in this. That's why sports are so important. That's why I want and I hope my kids play sports for, the, for, for all that you get from it. Being part of a team, sacrifice, sometimes, learning how to win, learning how to lose, striving, all these things. I mean, you guys know what we're talking about. <laughs> but I hit my man with a listen, and, and you should be proud. And he's like kind of like nodding. <laughs> and then I, he looks up at me. And I was like, you're proud, buddy? He's like, yeah, I'm proud, Dad. I won by a lot. <laughs> And I and I just couldn't stop laughing. I like that's quite a pivot. Yeah, that's quite a pivot from the kid crying on the pool deck to now he's out here peacocking. And I'm not going to tell him. Listen, you were in the last heat, pal. It's your first one. You're just you're just trying to get you to the other end of the pool. But he got to the other end of the pool. And then another quick one. My first daughter, my first daughter, my only daughter, my first swimmer, who we talked about a couple summers ago, and all the stuff she kind of went through, performance anxiety and being nervous and all this stuff and. Um, man, she, she got out touched at the wall barely, but she swam, she was beaming. She had like PR like second and a half faster than she ever got to the other end of the pool. Her coach is like, she's like a different kid. She looks totally, I'm like, yeah, man, she's on the top of the food chain. She's the, she's the oldest in an age group. I'm like, you better enjoy this summer kid because <laughs> starting next summer, you're going to, you're going to be eating bubbles. But mm. we had, so we had, those are the, the, the reports out of the pool. Shout to Chevy. Hope it was a nice evening. Uh, Sam won his heat. Lila set a personal record. Charlie, conscientious objector. I'm not doing it. <laughs> In our little parenting space here that we do. Steve, how important would you say picking your battles in life as a parent is? Might be the most important. Thank you. I got two kids. Neither one wants to swim. I'm like, we can we can convince Sam to do it. Mm-hmm. He's gonna he, he's gonna do it. I'm looking at Charlie and I'm like, he ain't doing it. <laughs> and you know what? He's scared, legit scared. He's five years old. Yeah, it's a circus. It I'm, not, I, I'm not making it this. Is. I'm not making him do this. Right? There's because there's 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 encouraging and supporting and and knowing that the value in the lesson is worth it. And then there's making five-year-old swim when he's horrified did and I, I gotta ask because i never did did you swim when you were younger down here no okay that's right because i it, you taught i mean it is a circus and you know people <laughs> if you haven't been to it you know it i mean the music's booming the sound systems everywhere you got announcers calling out you know on your market set but I can't imagine you know i just think about you know my kids you know a little set like you said seven years old when they jump in and they look back up how big everybody is because they're in the water and everybody's standing up, crowding around because they want to watch. Like that is that is intimidating stuff. And that's why it's just so important. Just get in. Just get in there and go. And go. So it's first, it's the first one of the year. And listen, as the summer wears on, it thins out. Mm-hmm. There had to be 200 children on the deck. For, from both from the both clubs tonight and um, a lot of parents and it's a beautiful night and so uh, we're off and running but um, psyched that um, I'm psyched for my for my guy that he did he did it and hell yeah I'm, he's psyched because he won comma by a lot <laughs> Denver Nuggets won by a lot too 
That's a professional segue, kids. They're the NBA champions. They were the one seed. They went 16-4 and four in the playoffs. And I thought Eric Spolster's comments afterwards were really interesting. And it's in, and it's also interesting, you know, like Russo went on today on first take, and like, hey, 86 Celtics would have beat him four straight. 86, they would have, they would, uh, they would have beat Denver four, four in a row. Like, come, dog, dog, dog. Come on. Ah, Larry Bird, they were, they, they, Joker, Joker, Joker Rich, Joker Rich against uh, Larry Bird. They, who's going to guard him? I, I don't know what he said. I just, apparently he said Boston would. It, each, each generation is its own. Mm-hmm. I just felt the way Spode talked about Denver was really interesting. Like he said, the two best defensive performances they had of the playoffs were in games four and game six of this series, and they didn't win either. Game four and five. You're yeah. right. He said, we, best, best defense we played were in those two games. We didn't win either one. That- and and it, I mean, they beat Boston. They beat, they beat the one and the two from the East. And he just mm-hmm. was like, they were, just, they were the best team all year. And he wasn't, I love, God, I love listening to that guy talk because his, his message to his guys is sincere. His message to the media is sincere. And I just, I felt the way, look, it's obvious that Michael Malone and Eric Spolster like each other and have respect for each other. That was evident. And I appreciated it. I just felt Spoh's comments were, were enlightening for those that were still looking for a reason and want to minimize Denver. Although I, I feel like that line in, is at the window is real small. I don't know what you're looking for if you're doing that today. Well, that's what was so impressive is, and I thought it was refreshing to see a team get to, you know, get to the mountain for the first time. And then last night, knowing what's at stake, not having to want to go back for game six to Miami. And I believe it's their least efficient game of the year. And they still pull it out knowing what's at stake. That's darn good enough for me. And when you think about what it's been, you know, we've, we've, we've joked with Legler all the time. In December, he, he, he thought it. January, he, he said it. And the perception of what this league is about and how much we moan and groan during the regular season, and we're trying to say, hey, you got to watch this team. They're good. Our, our top team never did a Nuggets game all season. Then you look at the odds before the playoffs start, they're still 11-1. to 1. It just it, it shows, or I should say, it gives a lot of validity to what they were for them to get there and just keep going forward. 16 and four in a postseason is pretty damn impressive. Never trailed and, in the series, Steve. Never yeah. trailed in a series. Never looked stressed really in a series. Played some close games, yes. Lakers had some chances, yes. But they, they were never they were never close to losing anything. No. And when you look at what they've done compared to what's happened. Like this is five straight years, five different teams in the NBA have won the title. It doesn't happen a lot. Um, I'd love to know. I love stretch. that. I love you know, that. Yeah. It's, it, it's great, but it, I think it, it says a lot of things, you know, Denver has built up to this position. They haven't, they haven't faced a ton of criticism with that group of guys. Cause they didn't have Murray and, this hold league. on, hold on, hold on. Let me insert myself here. I don't think they faced criticism because I don't think that they were one of those teams that people criticized. People just didn't take them seriously. I don't, no, I don't, could, you know what I'm saying? I don't like, I think people, everyone fires on Golden State because they don't like them unless they mm-hmm. love them. Right. And, and, the, and then the West is, is there's a bunch of teams that sort of rise and fall. The Lakers are on their own, their own lane because they're the Lakers. Mm-hmm. 
Dallas, I don't know what we're doing there. They didn't make the playoffs after they went and got got uh, Kyrie. But I just, I, I think Denver, I don't think they got criticized because nobody put them on the list of, oh, uh, they're, they're, they're coming. I just don't think, I don't think anyone, people didn't buy them all year. They're yeah. the one in the West. No, and that's what that's what I think. You know, everybody. All right, what's next? Everybody wants to talk about it. Now, now you're going to find out because now you can tell how much all the attention bothers Joker. Uh, Murray's kind of the the same way. I uh, heard Austin Rivers talking about with with uh, Rosillo today, just about how low maintenance they are as a team. That's and rare. now, that's now, rare. yeah, it, it it might be one of one. Yeah, uh, when you look at the league across the board and knowing who has what on their roster, and now now you get into it. But I, I don't want to focus on that. I just want to focus on what they did uh, because people are going to pick it apart. They already are. I don't care. They went out and did it. I, I would argue the Lakers might have been the second-best team in the NBA at the end of, at, at, at the, the, end of the year. At the end yeah, of the, I mean, I mean they were, what they did, and then look what the Nuggets did to them. Yeah. yeah like, I think, it, it, like any argument, I'm, I'm just – I don't have time for it. Like, give them – they're due. Well, they I went mean, out and did it. I, I, That's why I, I don't really have anything else to no say about it. There's no other sport where this happens. There's no other sport yeah. where you get to the end and people are still trying to trying to retroactively, uh, well, yeah, but, or their path was this. What are you talking about? Mm. Their path was, who? they were the one. That's why the, yeah. you earn an easier path when you're the one. So you plan eight. Well, the Lakers, well, they're the Lakers. They have LeBron James. Nobody's more decorated than that guy mm. that's currently playing. They went through him. And then play the team who beat the one and the two. I just if if you if you want a yeah but do it. I have no interest or tolerance Zero. for it because you're a bozo. Mm. You're a bozo. Nothing will ever be satisfactory. Nothing. Mm-hmm. They kicked everyone's ass who was in their way. All the way from the start to the finish, and Jokic is that guy. Him, <laughs> for real. And you guys called him Chokic, and he wasn't good enough in the playoffs, and and all the numbers were fraudulent, and it was made up. Okay, guess what he just did? He led the playoffs in points, assists, and rebounds. Every category, never been done before. He's a big, squishy, seven-foot Serbian. And that's what he just did. The end. The end. For real. And and maybe my favorite part is... When you talk, people say, oh, you're like, oh, I don't pay attention to what people say. Yeah, you do. Everyone does. He doesn't. Now, the team did, and they're mm-hmm. still, they've still got the receipts on the MVP, and it bothers them, and it bothers Malone, and it bothered Murray, I think, clearly. It doesn't bother that dude. I really no. don't. That's what I said. They use it as fuel and good for them. Yeah, but Joker just wants to go home. He wants to see his horse. Yeah. He doesn't want to go to a parade. He's just, he's, I mean, I truly, I don't, I don't think there's ever been an athlete like this guy. And I'm not talking about the skill set, which feels unique. No, the whole I don't think there's ever been a guy that's this good. Who's this disinterested in being this good. It's like, it's it's not that it's an inconvenience. It's almost, it is. It's inconvenient to him to be this good Mm because it means he has to go do dumb stuff, like go to parades, which is, which is incredible. And they're young. Not the American way. Uh, You're right. The trappings, I mean, it would earn you so much more uh, if you were interested. God only knows how much he could cash in if he chose to. I hope he does. I mean, I hope he gets, I mean, he's got plenty of dough, but uh, he could certainly he could certainly get to the window and and cash in on this 
in a myriad of ways. But it I'm sure he could to- cash in on on dibs on the the crocky uh, air airways. Uh, I'm sure they they'll, they'll, they'll- they should. They ought to. You guys are good. You got a lot of trophies and a lot of dough. Get the guy back to the horse race. Yeah, no um, horses on the plane though. Tough to fly horses. He's nobody on the the, the core fours. All twenty eight or younger. They're all under contract for a couple of years. Stuff changes with this, but who they are if they're healthy. And obviously that that was new this year for Porter and Murray in particular. Um, I don't know. It was they're, they're great. They're great. Murray yeah. was great on the show with us. I had to ask because we've 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 done this show now long enough that you figure out these dudes are in incredible shape. They don't have any body fat to begin with. They ran around for forty eight minutes. They're exhausted. And then they start chugging champagne. So people come on the show and they are <laughs> housed. Okay. So you gotta you gotta always ask the question. And so I asked him the question. You just played 48 minutes, you're exhausted, then you start swigging champagne on a scale of zero to 10. Zero being totally sober and 10 being I'm wrecked. Where are you right now, Jamal? Uh, (laughs) Next question. (laughs) (laughs) uh, This is my show and I'll ask you again if I want to. I just want a number, like give me a number between zero and 10. And I'm I'm the I'm the person answering the interview, and I'm the same next question. Next, all right, all right. When you and I are both laughing at that, Steve, he gives me the Matumbo finger wag. Yeah. And his interview was fun. I thought Michael Malone's interview was great. I I mentioned, look, you, most most organizations wouldn't have stuck with coach with, with with a coach like you, meaning the guy that couldn't get over the hump. They just don't have they don't have any patience. And he gave, he said, I'm so glad you asked that. Jeff Green was was on with us. He was awesome. 11 teams, 15 years, injuries, the whole bit. And he got to the point where he said, I, I would like to go. I just want to go now. And I think that it wasn't just, in Murray's case, buzzed for sure. In Jeff Green's case, I think just completely overwhelmed, right, the journey. And he, and he got there. Those moments have come to mean so much to me personally. Because I get to talk to these folks that have just accomplished the greatest moment of their professional lives. Mm-hmm. And there's a vulnerability in that. And I think our show is good at, it's loosey-goosey, you know, and it's casual. And you know you're, you know, you're in a safe space here. And I think you get those moments. Um, certainly, I can, I mean, certainly from LeBron when they, when they won. Um, and the comeback. And I can think of all the, I mean, so many different athletes, coaches in these moments. It's just, a, it's just such a, it's such a treat to get to do that. And so I, we can laugh about the Murray thing because it was funny, you know, yeah. but the sincerity and the emotion of green and Michael Malone, you know, he thanked his parents and said top of the world. And I thought about that later and I'm like, man, what a gift, you know, no doubt. I mean, you know, you and I, that's something that, you know, we, we, we can tap our chest and look to the sky and whatever, but uh, to be able to say that and to be able to have them see you get to the top of the world. Whew, yeah. And that's the good stuff. And you know what? They might go back and they might not, they might not, but they're built to go back. And they, it seems that they're equipped, not just with the talent, but with the makeup and the mindset where all of this ancillary that fuels the engine of the NBA summer. Like that just, that doesn't interest them. They don't. They don't traffic in those lanes. And good for them. Yeah, it's rare.
Vivid Seats wants you to get to the games you love this spring. Experience every pitch, assist, and game-winning shot live and in person. And the best part, each transaction is a step towards a free 11th ticket with Vivid Seats rewards. Score unbeatable perks like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. As the official ticketing partner of ESPN, Vivid Seats is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code SVP. That's code SVP. Visit VividSeats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats. Experience it live. As we speak, I look up. It's a Tuesday. We got a potential uh, clinching game for for Vegas. Championship season. We don't know if that's going to end tonight. I do know it's Thursday. Heck yeah. Stanford Steve's favorite sport. No joke, right? Yeah. U.S. Open? Are you kidding me? Majors in particular. That's your favorite majors? The U.S. Golf Open? Golf Pro golf's the best pro sport on TV. But this this thing. That's a hot take. This thing is going to be awesome because we have a West Coast major. That means people on the East Coast, we get in prime time and golf's going to be on until about 10, 11 o'clock. We got a course um, that's never hosted a major which is nuts, and we got a guy that wants to throw double hammers down on this major, and I say we bring him in. All right. Before we bring in Gordo, who's chomping at the bet, having done the research to drop double hammers on everybody's head, I do just want to mention this quote because I love it as much as anything I've ever loved about any golf course. Um, Riviera, we've talked about a lot. Mm-hmm. I think it's. I think it's... To a man, I think it's every pro's. It's your it's your favorite player's favorite course. Everyone loves the riff. All right. I've not been to Bel Air, but it's my understanding that Bel Air is very much an LA club, mm-hmm. right? Like all the trappings, all the stars, and a great I course picked, as well. I picked up a friend there once in the whatever you call it grill room. That was a scene. That's all I got on Bel Air. Sorry. Scene. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so the Riv, Bel Air, there's a long list of great courses. LA Country Club, maybe the maybe the best of all of them. And what's interesting, this is again, I've not been there because it's never hosted a major, but my understanding about it is that they they do not like the Nuggets aren't interested in the fame and the talk. They really aren't interested in that LA Country Club. If you're mm-hmm. in the industry, they don't want you there. But more important, let me get to the quote. <laughs> It's been told to me that the membership's feeling about visitors to their club is we aren't having fun until you aren't having fun. (laughs) They want it to be miserable. They want it to be an excruciating exercise. They want you to leave defeated. Mm -hmm. And there are courses like that out there. Oakmont, Western PA, hosted the U.S. Open a number of times. That's a big boy, rugged track. Same kind of deal. You, you know, stories about Oakmont. They they want you limping off the golf course, never to come back. You're bloodied. You're beaten up. But the, sto- the quote, we aren't having fun until you aren't having fun, is just great. Mm. I'll be having fun because I'm not playing it. I'm just going to be on my couch watching. Exactly. It's the third major of the year. And, of course, we don't know. So what do we do? Well, before we fire, we bring in Gordo. Gordo, how are you, brother? 
Yo, mic check real quick. There you go. I hear hey. you. Loud and clear. What's up, clear. boys? Um, when you were with us from uh, the PGA Championship, we were getting ready to turn 30, which you've since done. You were going to be betting salaries. It, it got really dodgy. And Xander saved you. You were out there willing him to a top 20 finish. What, how did you define it? Rec- recklessly, irresponsibly, reckless? What was it? Responsibly aggressive was the motto for that week. <laughs> we have a motto for U.S. Open Week, Gordo. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Okay. Ooh. And that means what? I mean, it means the double hammer is two for two in 2023. Okay. Doesn't mean it's going to go remain undefeated for the rest of time, but we okay. like the system that's in place. And uh, we're really excited. I'm fired up. Is, hold on. Want- is it is it true that you asked for your summer checks prior to the summer starting for this tournament? <laughs> um, you know, every now and then I'll, I'll what like an advance. Like, yeah, he asked like for an advance payment. I didn't ask tournament. for an advance, but I've managed my salaries to date to portfolio some, to, to sort to, of the same la- degree. To allow for a slush fund of sorts to be responsibly aggressive. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. I will tell you this, and this is no joke. An industry type, significant DC media presence, who may or may not have been on the pool deck for a swim meet, said, hey, Gordo going to go double hammer. No joke. He's like, what, your your guy going to have some stuff for us? We're going to go double hammer? He's like, what a Sunday sweat that was with Shoffley. So I don't know if there are a lot of people out there that are tailing. But some people are. Mm. You'd be surprised. There are some people that are, they're great. They're they're on Twitter showing me screenshots of the double hammer in live action. Here, here's Unbelievable. The thing, here's the thing about Twitter. And they're making money. Now they got four hammers. If you just win a couple, that's all you got to do. That's I, it. I, I don't know what I was this year in winners. But, I mean, there's always going to be, there's always going to be the bozos that say you're, you're you know, whatever. Because gambling Twitter is it's is its own unique circus uh, where where the people that tell you you suck apparently only win and have only ever won. But those people, whatever, we know who they are and they're not it's they don't live in a real world. If you win a few and you have, well, you're going to get people going like getting that itch like a Chappelle show. You got any more of them hammers? <laughs> so let's talk about it. I FRL to me, are you going to, are you please, You're not going to waste your time with that. Are you? I have FRLs that I'm looking forward to, but we don't have to waste our time with that. No, no. I mean, when I say waste our time, I mean like it, there's the chance of you identify the thing about us opens more than any other major. Well, the, the open championship through the years, there's been some absolute swingers mm-hmm. that lead after, after 18, some South African dude to do to tease off at like four fifty in the afternoon and you're like, who's this guy? Henny Otto. Remember <laughs> Henny? He was dropping hammers on people. How about young Tom Lewis at the 2015 Open? I mean, I've seen some stuff through the years. I mean, there have been some guys that you're like, whoa. Uh, I just think that identifying the first-round leader at this and the Open Championship is is total dice roll. But you're here. What do you like? So, well, first of all, I mean, I couldn't agree with you more. Essentially, the strategy is you drop a couple hammers and then you have your FRLs and your outrights. One of those is going to hit if you keep betting them. And then and, and, and remember, you really start to look at, you know, used cars. 
but remember, folks, the, the mantra from Gordo PGA was that betting on golf is the easiest thing to do because you always win. Basically, it wasn't. Now, <laughs> basically, it's, it's kind of what you said. The most predictable most, sport. Most predictable, which at some point I have to see if you agree that agree with me on that, Scott. But yeah, I mean, look, Siwoo Kim. He fit the profile of recent form course history, hitting the ball better than he did in the previous week for four straight weeks. He got us home at plus 180. Double hammer memorial. Nobody double hammer it. memorial at plus money, which was a first. Um, and, and yeah, look, FRLs like last year. Can anybody remember who was the first round leader at the, at the US, US Open? Open? Um, no. He was 105th in the world, and it was Adam Hadwin. All right. Oh, so last scene being tackled in Canada. <laughs> what a scene that was. Yeah. Okay. What's interesting to me about the U.S. Open is, like, I don't think an out. I, I don't think somebody's coming outside the top 12 in terms of outrights to win. It's as you mentioned. It's going to be so hard that I think it's just cream of the crop. My my outrights are all in that top 12 to 15. But I think there's great opportunity for somebody outside the top 75 in the world. Little Patrick Rogers, 95 to one. Little Thomas Peters, 115 to one. Like that. Thomas Peters, really good first rounds in majors. He was I know it. He, playing really well at Oak Hill. You're Made right. A couple of bad shots, was still 10th after the first round. Didn't he, he whiff? He whiffed on seven. He whiffed on seven. Remember that? Exactly. Right. Exactly. Um, so I got, I got more, more than a few long shot FRLs with Patrick Rogers. You love him first love. round leading. Love. Okay. Double Thomas love. Peters and then USC's Justin Suh, 150 to one all over that. And then, you know, less exotic, you got Morikawa and, and Scheffler, who I think has a good chance of going wire to wire. All right. Let me just say, jump in here. No one out there listening. Don't no one bet five first round leaders. Okay. You want to bet five top twenties by all means, but no one should bet five first round leaders. No one. And I, I, I'm a man who's been, who's been in, I bet the reds, excuse me. I bet the A's every game against the reds in 1990 mm. and had them when the series started, they didn't win a single game. Okay, so I, I owed money I didn't have. They were favored in every game too, right? Yeah, they sure were, and I kept and I kept just doubling because they can't lose every game. They lost every game. So what I'm saying to you is that my advice is not good advice. I'm just saying don't bet five first round leaders. But I, lo- I Nibbles. love Nibbles. Nibbles. No, okay, little uh, sprinkles. Yeah. Sprinkles. My bad. My bad. My bad. My bad. They're all sprinkles, up. and then we we get the double hammer to the finish line, and, and that's if what sprinkles didn't come out. We still have a very profitable week, and everybody's happy. What's okay. the double hammer? There were like four <laughs> final nominees this week. Uh, I didn't want to go back to the Xanderwell at a top 20. I love the price, minus 120. Um, but I didn't want to just do that again. But there will be a side single hammer on that. Just Xander top 20 ultimate lock. Okay. Um Shane Lowry, a friend of Scott's cards of the past. Always love Lowry in these spots. 
He is our subject of this week's double hammer. It is not a top 20. The top 20 price is what I wanted to do it on. It's plus 225 right now at Caesars. I don't want to do plus money on double hammers as I'd like Seawill Kim to have that distinction in double hammer lore as the only <laughs> plus money hammer. Okay. One for one. So, FanDuel, Shane Lowry, top 40, minus 115, which is right where we like those coin flip, multiple hammers on it. Okay. Yep. All Not right. three, but multiple. Have you ever Lowry, had a, has there ever been a triple hammer, Gordo? There has not um at least, there's not been a public triple hammer. <laughs> <laughs> Understood. Understood. We've all been there. I mean could quadruple hammer. What the just, just here's the whole toolbox. Just drop it. I understand. So we double hammer Shane Lowry. Top forty. Top forty minus one fifteen. Hurry, we've moved markets in the past. Market mover. And we have a single hammer on Xander to finish top 20? Yes. Yes. I mean, I, again, if he wasn't the, the second's most recent double hammer, he would have been, he would have had this distinction this week. He's that good. He's that good at the U.S. Open. And mm-hmm. to hear, hear you reference that quote about the difficulty that is sort of the goal for the week. But so is Shane Lowry. Shane Lowry has... Nine top 40s in his last 10 major starts. Um, He missed the cut at last year's U.S. Open, which is the only one that he didn't have. And, I mean, different course. I think he'll kind of come back with a little bit of, you know, hey, I didn't play well in this event last year. He's going to have a little extra motivation. Um, We're very excited about about this week's. Any other other top 20s? Just no hammers? (laughs) just, Just go ahead. Why you have the confidence in Xander? Can you give him Xander's career in U.S. Opens? Uh, yeah, it's really good. So we've got tied for 14th, and that's his worst finish. Tied for 7th, 5th, 3rd, 6th, 5th. Six career U.S. Opens, top 15 in all of them. Correct, top 7 in 5 of them. Sounds like it could be a personal triple hammer for Gordo. <laughs> <laughs> Why wouldn't it be? Well, I mean, look, I think he's going I think it's going to be Scheffler and Xander in a very very overdue US Open playoff. We haven't had one since 08. Whoa. Calling playoff early. Mm. Is it still 18 the next day? No. Too no, old. got rid of that. Oh, all right. Just check. We are overdue for a playoff. Let me tell you what in the past says was a disaster. Van, Van Pelt <laughs> Van Pelt first year in Tulsa. Oh, my man, Retief Goosen missed goose. the, the goose did not did not help anybody. I was out of shirts. How did Andy North handle that one? Not well. There was an outing. There was a there was an outing that was going to be lucrative on Monday and it cost North some dough. I was out of shirts. The boom schwa was just sweating like an absolute <laughs> animal. He had hurt his foot. He had a boot on at one point. The compound was was just was underwater. He had a giant. He had a giant garbage bag on his boot. Ever tell you the story? I I walked into the compound. I walked into the compound, and the schwa's boo had a he had a bag on his foot. He was wearing shorts. 
He had his shirt off because he was leaned over to change. I opened the door to the trailer, and all I see is the top of Boomer's head and all this body with no clothes. And I go, ah! And he's like, he's like, what? It's it's okay. He's got it. It's okay. And I'm like, boom, boom. It's pretty freaking far from okay right now. I thought I thought you were in here buck naked. Uh, he was not. Uh, those were uh, those were the 2001 memories from from Southern Hills at the U.S. Open. That was a playoff. That was a tough one. That was a mm. tough one. Um, whew, excuse me. Deep breath. I've got my um, own SVP trailer story from uh oh from from oak hill that we won't share but we'll always have that we'll always have that uh that bathroom trailer story let's just let's, let's just say bathroom humor out of this yeah it's just you know all right some, take some me t- back to pittsburgh pub love pittsburgh pub Shout to Western New York um, and shout to Los Angeles. Uh, give them, you said your, your, your outrights are all top 12 people in your top twenties. Just rattle them off real quick. Scotty Scheffler, six to one. I'm not the only person obviously who's going to tell you that Scotty Scheffler is going to win this, but I do want to quickly plug that his top 12 streak we were talking about at Oak Hill is still on the line. He's had 15 straight, which is the longest streak since Jack Nicholas in 1977, which is just absurd. So Scheffler, Victor Hovland, twelve to one. He's gonna That's my uh, pick. That's my pick. Ooh. You prepared you prepared to uh to pro- uh provide me with, with a new set of sticks when, when Hovland wins this week? <laughs> me? Yes. Yeah, he's in the group against Cantley. Yeah. Well I You're bet. I mean, I do you just have to have one person win a major to uh, to just to, one of the group. Before Cantlay wins a major and you get a new set of golf clubs? Exactly. That was the bet. Oh, I just, I just, let's just say that there's been some reckless times through the years on an app where you just kind of start firing. I think this is like one of those bets I made like that where I'm like, I don't know what I bet. I'm going to owe you. Disrespecting Cantlay. So you said you want to bet and then boom, (laughs) we made it happen. That was the wrong thing to ask Gordo. Uh, Yeah. But, I mean, you got like seven guys against one guy to win a major. Hovland's obviously trending in that direction. He's going to win one soon. Um, Twelve straight rounds he's finished in majors inside the top seven. Every round, no worse than seventh for 12 straight rounds. Uh, Tiger in 2000's last guy to do that. So we got Scheffler, Hovland, Xander, as we mentioned. And then I know Steve is big on Cam Smith this week. He was dropping some Cam Smith knowledge on the wager today. A lot of people like Cam Smith this week. You know, again, as Scott mentioned, it's a course that we've just never seen. It's literally never hosted a major, and it's so exclusive, people don't even see it. But from what I can sort of gather from the architects that have been sort of providing information, is it's similar to Augusta National in terms of uneven lies in the fairway, some blind shots. Cam Smith has obviously played really well at Augusta. And then fifth one is Kyle Morikawa, who is 35 to one, will never be 35 to one again to win a major. Seems like part of that is because of a back injury that caused him to withdraw from the memorial. He says he's fine. Obviously, I don't know. But 35 to one for Kyle Morikawa in Los Angeles is something that I am very happy to be signed up for. Um, And obviously could go terribly, but that's a good way to kind of round out the winning. The winning. Got, got a question there. Um, 
obviously, people talking about the California guys. You have Xander. You like Marikawa. We know the feelings on Cantlay. Um, Homa's in there. Homa won the NCAA title there. Pac-12 right? title. Pac-12 title. Rom was in that tournament, correct? Indeed. Yes. Okay. Yes. And they, there's a bunch of people that have Walker Cup experience at oh, LA Country Walker Club Cup. from 2017, which is like the amateur Ryder Cup. Scheffler, Morikawa was 4 0. I mean, again, it's 2017, different competition. Um, but yes. So there's a ton of ton of interesting California connections. Obviously, Cantlay. And as much as I've made it clear that I don't think he'll ever win a major, I do think this is his by far zero questions, best chance he'll ever have. And uh, ever. I'm a little nervous. I need this bet to end because I can't keep sweating four times a year, whether I'm going to shave my head. It's wedding season. <laughs> There's so many weddings. Just yeah. Hovland win, please, or Cantlay win this week because he'll never have another chance. He's hitting the ball better than he, Cantlay has. He's hitting the ball better than he's ever has, ever will. It's supposed to be a strategy course. We know he likes to think. He takes a while, but we know he likes to think. So <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if the bet is settled this week with Hobbs. Wow. Wow. So mm. are you going to hate bet Cantlay? No, not at all. Yeah. I, I usually yeah. hate bet. I, I'm not as, I don't hate bet as often as Steve does. Yeah. He just it's, fires on everybody. He, he it's you. impressive. It's yeah, at, it's right. admirable, honestly, <laughs> to the degree that Steve is able to maintain the dedication to the hate betting, but I'll never, never, ever, ever bet on Patrick Cantlay. All right. Ever. All right, and there you go. Those are the picks. Those, that, those are the picks. I just want to let you know, uh, Gordo, on the way out, that uh, I, I, you're in my phone. Uh, I've saved it. I don't do this for many people, but I've saved uh, for you a picture. Uh, Gordo, there's a picture. Let me see if you can you see that. That's, that's Freddie Mercury. That's there that is. I have a Freddie Mercury picture uh, for you from, from the stash you had at the Masters. So uh, it's quite the stare. If you ever to, were to text me, and you know what, this is this is this, I'm going to just tell you. No, this. you got to Facetime him so that pops up. Either or, uh, any I, whatever we get, I just want to see it. I I picked a I picked a, a Freddie Mercury picture, and then I decided I didn't think it wasn't good enough, and so I spent quite a bit of time searching for the proper Freddie Mercury picture for your profile. That's that's dedication to uh, I don't know to what to buying to boredom. You got to make it the picture of him on the knee on 13 watching Xander birdie. See, I tried that, but it was too, it's, it's I too wanted far it to be, away. I wanted yeah, to be want, Freddie. You want the stash. I want, I want to think of when it, I want to think of seeing him in the Butler cabin. It sounds like it has to be the Twitter, po- uh, my Twitter picture for the week. Maybe, mm, maybe. maybe just Anyways. a bunch of, bunch of dip in the upper deck, just <laughs> handing out cards with facts, just grinding. There, you uh, there go. we go. There we go. Got this snooze. Zimbabwe. I got a question for you guys, two golf guys, though. What we got? Listen to the guys talk about the bunkers. We got soft sand. Soft sand. Soft sand this week. Lies are not going to be as true. Mm-hmm. For sure. It's a big factor. What are well, we thinking for winning score? Well, I mean, as it relates to the bunkers, like, if you have soft sand for amateurs like us, it's way harder to hit out of. I mean, I don't really... These guys are so good. I don't know if it'll. Okay. But, you know, Scott, you around them. Guys would prefer the sand to be firm just because then they feel like they can spin it and it's a lot harder to do out of soft sand. But in terms of a, in terms of a score, I, 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 
anything I say is an entire is compl- a whole ass guess. I don't have any idea. I just assume it'll be really hard. A couple under will probably be great. What's the over under, Gordo? Actually, that's a great question. I don't know. I hadn't seen one yet. Um, I'm hesitant. I mean, I'll obviously put out a number there. So 271 and a half is the total. So par 70. This looks like that's eight and a half under. Wow. All right. Well, I'm just, I, I, okay. God's going to hammer the, the under, um, over. I would probably, um, I, I don't, I'll never bet a winning score. Well, okay. I did that at the PGA actually. Um, but USGA, how are you supposed to, I mean, yeah, there's too much, like Scott said, too many things that, at uh, that can change that, whether it's, and they're just like they're they're just like LA Country Club. They're not having any fun till mm-hmm. you're not having any fun. They right. want it to be horrible. They want you to be to leave weeping. But yeah, I don't know. I kind of like Scheffler and Xander in a playoff at eight under. Double hammers, Gordo season. Thanks, Gordo. Thanks, guys. Man, just real quick, pour one out for Willie Z. I um I really thought he was gonna gonna win this week when uh when I saw LA Country Club on a schedule. Uh People forget how good he is. He can't play this week. Mm. I would have been would have been all over a Willie Z top twenty. Um, there you go. Okay, pull one out for Gordo's top twenty on Willie Z. Who's got and Shane Lowry? We'll see you on Sunday. Thanks, boys. Double hammer, two hammers, double. All right, there he is, Gordo. Everybody, um, we love him. He's our guy. Did the live thing happen after our podcast last week? Because I swear to God, I can't talk about it. I was I was at a I was at a golf course and the guy said something to me about live. I'm like, I have absolutely no interest yeah. in entertaining that co- topic of conversation. Thank you. It was after this, right? Yeah, we're talking U.S. Open here. That's what this is. Uh, here's my here's my Cliff's notes. On no one. one knows. No clue. Have I don't know. Antitrust people are looking into it. I don't know who owes what, who's doing what with who. I don't know. It's about this week. That's there you go. We got a major championship to play. Yeah. Let's focus earnestly on that. Happy Father's Day to the dads out there. Just a little peace and quiet on Sunday for some night. golf. Sunday evening. Night. Yeah. Sunday night. Um Vegas is going to win the Stanley Cup. They're up two nothing. Mm. Projections. That would be two that would be two titles, one in five games. Yep, and the Mets blew a 5-1 lead already, and they're down 6-5 to the Yankees. Wow, wow, you guys are on the struggle bus. Yeah, uh, moving on, um, I think that's... Is that, the end of the, is that the end of the show? I believe so, yeah. There's nothing else. Swim season, Swim golf season. major, we're yep. ready to go. Double hammers. Yeah. Um, yeah, and uh, I played golf, first golf of the season. Started great, ended poorly, and but we're back out there on the horse. So, you know, giddy up. Okay. Happy Father's Day, everybody. Appreciate you being out there to listen to uh, SV Pod. And uh, if Gordo's hot, we'll we'll have him come back for Travelers. We don't care. If not, he's done. Exactly. This is this is kind of a sink or swim season for him, right? <laughs> I mean, it was miraculous that Xander got there for him. Truly really miraculous. Was. But I'm, really not was. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. You know you know the guy who, who talked to me about the uh, Gordo pick. I'll let you know when you, when you come in. All right. All right. Um, That's so terrible to do to people out there. We'll talk to you all next week.